Oh, hello. Hello. It's another episode. True neutral. It's a bonus. Uh, today we're we're doing a the the cryptid one. A cryptid one. We're gonna do. Uh, what is it? The, the Madagascar tree. Cryptids around the world. Madagascar tree. Yeah. So, uh, Derek picked this one off the list. Why'd you pick this one, Derek? I don't know. Because it seems like something, I guess, that... Like, usually cryptids are, like, like obvious creatures. This one's a tree. Yeah. So, that seems interesting. Trees usually aren't, like, sentient that we know of, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I usually. Mean, usually. Depending on who you talk to. <laughs> uh... It first appeared in a daily edition of the New York World on April 26, 1874. It's the first uh, recorded. That's a long time ago. Yeah, it was a man-eating tree, or so the article said. Neat. Yeah. Cool, I picked a good one. Yeah. Um, reported a German explorer named Karl Liche. Uh, or Lich, <laughs> which is fun. Um, and he apparently encountered a sacrifice performed by the Mikoto tribe of Madagascar. Uh, so apparently they sacrifice so, something to the tree. Or yeah, a, yeah, probably so, a person. So every so often they give. Uh, the tree a person presumably yeah. so that the tree does not eat the rest of them yeah tree god uh and the story was picked up by a lot of the other newspapers of the time neat how often does it say how often they had to feed the tree no hmm uh oh here's some quotes uh it's a long quote. <laughs> uh, all right, the the I'm just gonna go for it. The slender, delicate palpi, the fury of starved serpents, quivered a moment over her head, and then, as if instinct with demonic intelligence, fastened upon her in sudden coils round and round her neck and and arms. Then, while her off Awful screams and yet more awful laughter rose wildly to be instantly strangled down again into a gurgling moan. The tendrils, one after another, like great green serpents, with brutal energy and infernal rapidity, rose, retracted themselves, and wrapped around her in a fold after fold, ever tightening <laughs> with cruel swiftness and savage tenacity of anaconda anacondas fastening upon their prey. <laughs> okay. Okay, people don't talk like that. That's how authors <laughs> write. Um, yeah, I, that the, was one sentence. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was it one was. Sentence. Oh my! <laughs> That's why I was like, I guess I'm just gonna go for it because it's not like there wasn't like a breakoff point. Yeah, it's just... yeah, no. No, I yeah, people. Just, uh, what is it? People just don't talk like that, <laughs> ever in the history of ever. Do people talk like that? That's what people write. Yeah, I was gonna say it was it was a Lovecraftian amount of adjectives. Yeah. 
Yeah, was that a quote from H.P. Lovecraft? Yeah. Like, who was that? Uh, no, it gained, it gained uh, a popularity after it hit the South of Australian Register. I guess it had just traveled far enough that it gained enough popularity, but that's that's where that account was from. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like someone writing a story. <laughs> That's another quote from someone that saw it. <laughs> someone that saw it would be like, a fucking tree ate a guy. It was scary as shit. I got the fuck out of there. I ran, yeah. actually. <laughs> I saw a tree moving and eating a person, and I, I ran away. I ran. I was like, I'm sorry, guy. Bye bye And I left. <laughs> I noped the fuck out. Uh, Can't fight a fucking tree. A book about it was written, Madagascar, Land of the Man-Eating Tree. So that's the other thing. Does the tree move, or do people have to feed it? Like It, it seems, seems like, like tendrils come out, or whatever. Yeah, by, it seems like if it was close by, it could grab something, but I don't think it can... It doesn't sound like it can move. It sounds like it is mostly a tree. Yeah. Just yeah. with uh, a horrible inside. Yeah. So it probably has a range on its on its branchy tendrils that it can reach out with. Yeah. So like if you stay a good D and D's thirty feet distance away from it, it probably can't reach you. That's a fair call. Yeah. Shoot some arrows, launch some spells, you're good. Take Fucking down that tree. Incendiary grenades. Napalm. It's a tree. <laughs> blow it up. You can't get close to it to chop it down, you blow it up. <laughs> it's a tree. If, it, uh, if there really is a tree in the jungle eating people. Madagascar is also not a very big place. No, it's it's not. It's not a very big place. Um, so the tree was given further publicity by the land of the man-eating tree uh, by Chase Osborne, who had been a governor of Michigan. Okay. So a former governor wrote a book called Madagascar, Land of the Man-Eating Tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A story that also fascinated him. Yeah. And Osborne claimed that both the tribes and the missionaries on Madagascar knew about the hideous tree and also repeated the Leche account. Okay. Sure. <laughs> it doesn't sound like anyone's going to see the tree, though. No. No, it doesn't. Seems to me like people are just trading stories about this mythical tree in the jungle that eats people. If there's a tree in the jungle that eats people and we know about it, why haven't we gone and, like, like, taken pictures of it, you know, you know, looked at it, figured out why it eats people, maybe? Any of that would have been good or possible if, uh, 14 years later, the journal Current Literature revealed the story to be a work of fiction written by New York World reporter Edmund Spencer. Yeah, see, that's, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like I said, no one talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... I mean, it's a cool idea. It's scary. Yeah, uh, but tree that eats people. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just a story written by a guy, and then it got uh, just adapted into news by a bunch of other different newspapers, and everybody believed every word. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, back then, you know, you, anything to get a sensational headline, right? Yeah. That sells papers. Yep. And gets clicks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clickbait feeds the masses. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, that really wasn't very long. <laughs> uh, what was one of the other ones you wanted to... Uh, uh, the Beast of Buscano or the Two-Toed Man. I, I picked out a few. Okay. Just in case. Let's go. Let's go for that. Also, beast I want to know closer. why primate is on this list. Primate, or primate? I'm not sure which one it is, but it would be under the same thing. It's an alphabetical list. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, but it's just primate. I'm I'm curious about that too. So we'll look at that real fast. Because that doesn't really. They exist. Uh. Oh, it's just discussing that uh, some well-known cryptids could be primates. Then why is it on the... I? This list confuses me. So it's like the grass man, the honey island swamp monster, Abawaku, <laughs> the beast of Bray Road, Sasquatch, Wood Booger, Yowie, and Dracovac. They could all just be weird... Missing links. Yeah, they could all just be primates. This is, is the point. We already knew that. <laughs> That's, yeah. that It's like the Bigfoot of different cultures. That's why it's like the one that's most prevalent. Like, I'm so baffled. <laughs> I do not understand. Yeah, the list is a little weird. I don't know. It's so confusing. Um... Uh, the the beast one, the beast of Buscano, Busco, Busco. I don't know. B u s c o c o. Is that an N in there? I don't know. I remember there being an N in there. Oh well. It just is. I saw a picture of that one because it's in the list, and it it looks like a big turtle with like yeah. a land, like an island on its back or whatever, and that's cool as shit. <laughs> it's a legend in uh, Churubusco, Indiana. Indiana? <laughs> About an enormous snapping turtle, which citizens claim to have seen in 1949. Wow. Yeah, uh, after a month-long hunt, the beast was never found. It just laid down and became a mountain. <laughs> I don't know if it was that big. Um, it, it's affectionately known as Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> From any, that's so strange. Yeah. That's a strange thing. Uh, legend has it, the story starts in 1898 when a farmer named Oscar Folk, supposed, F-U-L-K, <laughs> supposedly saw a giant turtle living in the seven acre lake on his farm near Churubusco. <laughs> He told the others about it, but eventually he decided to leave it alone. I like the way you say Churubusco. Churubusco. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, so, so this guy saw a big turtle, and he told everyone about it, and and then left it alone. Apparently, that's all the information here. And everyone was like. The legend of the giant turtle! <laughs> uh, 
No, uh, so a half century later, uh, two people also re- reported seeing an alligator snapping turtle. Uh, apparently a 500 pound one. That is a big fucking turtle. Yeah, well, uh, they were on the same lake. And it was already known as Folk Lake after the after the other guy. Okay. okay. He turned into a lake and a turtle. The farmer that owned the land also reported seeing the creature. Uh, not much else is known. Interesting. So, yeah, there's just a big turtle in a lake. Uh, yeah, there were a few expeditions trying to get the turtle out of the lake, including draining and motorboating the lake. It doesn't explain how either of those went. It sounds like if you drain the lake and don't find a turtle, it's probably not there. But maybe it ran away. Yeah, yeah. Under cover of the night. Just wandered off. There's a Turtle Days Festival. That's fun. That's fun. Do people eat turtles? Uh. At the Turtle Days Festival? Is that like going to the dog festival in, in Wuhan, China? It includes a parade, carnival, and turtle races. A turtle shell labeled Beast of Busco hangs in the Two Brothers <laughs> restaurant. And... So they got a big turtle show and they're like, We did it! We killed it! <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, I I guess so, yes. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. That's so funny. Uh, yeah. That's so funny. That's that's about all there is about the Beast of Busco. Do you, do right. you think there's a giant snapping turtle living in the lake? I mean, it's a seven-acre lake. If there's enough fish in the lake and it has a good outlet, like like, a, like streams and whatnot... To bring fit more fish in to keep replenishing its food supply, um, I don't see why not. Do you think it could escape the dredgings? I mean, if there's another body, well, yeah, because turtles are the ones that don't need to live in the water. Turtles can live on land, right? Because they have the the legs, the feet. So yeah. yes, I think that it could. In these artist depictions, his toes are not webbed, so yeah. So yeah, he totally could. Because he can also eat things like grass. Because people own turtles and they feed them like lettuce and stuff. And so you could totally feed them. He could he could live on like grass and things like that. Yeah, he could probably even do bugs. Yeah. So, well, maybe not a 500 pound one, not bugs. Well, yeah, maybe like a rabbit. Yeah. Berries. Berries. And cream. Indiana has berries, I think. I mean, there's seven acres. <laughs> there's a seven acre lake. There's like forestry around it somewhere. Yeah, they that... probably have corn. Yeah, there's something. There's something for that turtle to eat. Is all I'm saying at all times. I think. Seven acres seems like a lot. So yes, I think so. <laughs> well, because there's also that ratio of a th- uh, an animal can only grow to the size of its like surroundings. Surroundings, yeah. yeah. Like a goldfish. Mm-hmm. So. Or possibly humans. Possibly. <laughs> I think we grow as much as our bones and muscles and gravity allows us to. I guess so. <laughs> 
That's boring. Let us expand. (laughs) Let us expand. Be big. (laughs) Be big peoples. (laughs) Like giants? Yes. Well, see, the problem with giants is that, like, what if you get too big and you're, like, your head's in the upper atmosphere? Because the higher up you go, the less oxygen there is. And the bigger your body is, the more oxygen you need to pump the blood and keep your brain alive and things like that. Break the atmosphere with my fist. And then you die because. Uh, well, so does everyone else. Well, see, that's just not. <laughs> that's 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 not proactive. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I don't think I would try and break the atmosphere with a giant. I think I might do it on accident if I got that big. But I I didn't mean like that big. I meant like a like a like you know like fifteen feet, fifteen, fifteen. Yeah, you know, like just big. Big, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the giants of mythology, I think, were rumored to be like anywhere from they could be as small as fifteen feet upwards of like twenty five feet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they got big. Mm, they got big boys, and like so. yeah, I like just you know spare it out. Just like you know, an average height would be like fifteen feet, and then there would be taller giants and shorter giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Giants is a whole another topic. For yeah. another day, that could do a, a whole thing, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, there, I mean, there are people that are, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's a whole lot to go into on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you said you wanted to look at two-toed Tom. Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know what that is, but toad isn't spelled right, so I was confused about it. It. I mean, it's spelled right, but it's spelled a different kind than I would expect. Why would you expect it to be two toads? No, like two toes. Two toed Tom? Yeah. So he would just have two toes. Like like each yeah. foot's just one big toe. <laughs> no, like two toed. Like I mean, I guess he of... could just have, yeah, yeah. Like Spock feet. <laughs> I mean, Spock hands feet. It's uh, a bad descriptor. Spock, <laughs> Spock hand feet. <laughs> Spock and hand feet. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bad descriptor. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um, Tuto Tom is also known as Demon Gator. Oh, okay. Uh, is a large alligator in the southern United States, usually sighted in uh, around the Florida-Alabama border. So this isn't even a cryptid. This is just a thing that exists. Uh, a large 15-foot gator with glowing red eyes. Oh, okay. So no, maybe <laughs> not a thing that... I, I mean, I, no, they don't... Glowing alligators red eyes. eyes shine when you put a light on them. Yeah. But I don't think they shine red. In uh, later accounts, this is described as being 18 to 24 feet. Of course it is. <laughs> and in even later accounts it'll be 30 to 35 feet <laughs> it terrorized local areas and was responsible for fatally attacking livestock okay yeah oh and even people oh neat <laughs> it was a real life shitty b-rate horror movie uh, it was given the nickname Two-Toed Tom because all but two toes had been lost to a steel trap. Okay. On just one of its feet, I'm sure. But 
Uh, yeah, it looks like it. But interesting, interesting. So yeah, that's like, I mean, I guess that's a myth, but it, that's just a big angry gator. That's, yeah, that's that's just a thing that exists. Yeah, and... fifteen foot gators are not like common, but they're not unheard of. Uh, no, uh, the story of Two-Toed Tom was around, started around the 1920s, and the earliest account of the story was uh, the University of Alabama professor, Carl Carmer. Carl, Carl Carmer. I said it right the first time, it just felt wrong. See, so this was like Prohibition time, so what happened was this professor was like, <laughs> everyone's sober. See how fucked up they are <laughs> when they're sober. Like, what can I get them to do? And then he told this story about a giant fucking... Maybe it was, like, a, a story that he'd been told. Uh, well, yeah, it, it is. It's uh, his book, Stars Fell on Alabama. Uh, it's a great song. Um, the locals told Carmer about... That's a, I don't like that name. <laughs> Carmer. Carmer. Uh, sorry, anybody with that particular last name, but feels bad to say. <laughs> Just say say how you feel. Say how you really <laughs> feel here. I did. You did. <laughs> uh, yeah, locals told him about the alligator, and a hefty bounty was supposedly offered. Uh, many hunters went after him, uh, and despite the use of guns and dynamite, locals, yeah! locals could not kill it. Guns and dynamite. This is how we do things. <laughs> There's a big fucking gator out there. Florida-Alabama border, 1920s. <laughs> Alabama border today. Yeah, yeah. I just there's a big that. fucking gator out there. Everyone grab the guns and the dynamite. <laughs> After this, we can head on over to Louisiana. Here, there's somebody building a fucking thing with magnets. You know about that guy? Is he guy that then like? Oh well, oh, we might talk about that at a different one because it's fucking, <laughs> it's a whole thing. I gotta look up what it's actually called. I don't remember structure that's built like he said it was like the pyramids and he was being directed by something and then there's no way he could have done it by himself and there's just nobody understands how he did it hmm that's super fascinating i had to look back into it before i talk about it but interesting yeah. Yeah. okay <laughs> sorry i got cliffhangers man yeah, yeah, cliffhangers it's, it's fun um Uh, so yeah, big gator. Yeah, big gator. They um, they never showed up dead. Never showed up dead. Um, All right. Well, maybe big gator still lives. Gators live a long time. Yeah, they do. Um, I uh, guess that would be a hundred years. I don't know if gators live a hundred years. Uh, Pap Haynes, a farmer who had bought forty acres of land. Um, Despite being told Two-Toed Tom was simply a myth, Pap discovered that one of his mules were torn apart with trails of bloodied two-footed tracks that led to a pond. A pond? Yeah. 
A 15-foot gator is not going to live in a pond. Uh, Maybe sleep for a night, I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm liking this one. Uh, (laughs) Oh, geez. It's because this is just a real story. This (laughs) this, This one tickles all the right buttons for you because it's just a real fucking story that actually happened. It's a true to life beast. Uh, Pap filled 15 syrup buckets with sticks of dynamite. I'm assuming those... Jesus fucking Christ, gonna make a new fucking pond. <laughs> he just started... Fuck the old pond, I'll make a bigger fucking pond. <laughs> he just started tossing them into the pond. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, I love the way rednecks get things done. Oh my god, that's so amazing. I don't mean any offense to that at all. That's fucking amazing. Oh my god. Okay, so... After he destroyed it, seemingly it was impossible for anything to survive. (laughs) Yeah, seemingly. (laughs) This next part is bad. However, screaming was heard from a nearby pond where they found the remains of Haynes' 12-year-old granddaughter who who had come out to see what all the commotion was about. Oh... It jumped ship to a different pond. Yeah. This really is like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. This, this is... is the script of a bad horror movie. <laughs> or a good one if you get good actors. Yeah, yeah, it depends. <laughs> Lake Placid wasn't terrible. Mm. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way this, this sentence is written. It's just... Haynes would continue his vendetta with the alligator, but would ultimately die bitter and unfulfilled. Oh, no. What the hell? That's the worst eulogy ever. Whoever wrote that, you're a <laughs> dickbag. No, it's just... That's mean. So brutal. <laughs> Maybe that is him, though. Maybe he was just a curmudgeon old fuck. And he was like, goddamn fucking alligator, and he's walking around with a shotgun and a Frickin' dynamite at all times. <laughs> I'm gonna be, kill it, or it's gonna kill me. Be like the, the Moby Did he Day. die because of the alligator? I would have. That would have been interesting, but no. Oh. It just seems like he just died. Not even a warrior's death. <laughs> uh, after the dynamite attack, Two Toad Tom apparently crossed the state line of Florida. <laughs> He's a gator on the move. Uh, this is literally such an adventure. This is a roller coaster. Uh, it actively prowled the waterways of the Choctawatchee River. Yeah. Uh, Holmes Creek and Sandhammock Lane. Okay. Lake. Lake. Sorry, Lane. Sandhammock Lake. <laughs> Lane. Lake. I, I pictured Lane. a big gator on a s- <laughs> tiny street just taking people out. <laughs> I imagine Crime Alley. Yeah, of course yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> uh, where, where does he go? What's he do? Uh, a young girl and her mother were walking by Sandhammock Lake. Oh, no. <laughs> and they were lunged at by the alligator. The mother screamed, and uh, a nearby local man had a high-powered rifle. 
<laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Just chilling? I, I, it with does, a high-powered rifle? It doesn't have much description on why he was there with a rifle, but it, uh, he, he had a this, rifle. This was an older time. Like that, I guess that was kind of more common back then. Uh, it appeared to kill the alligator, but when they went close, uh, <laughs> Two-Toed Tom jumped up and scurried back. <laughs> Not even bullets can stop him. <laughs> Uh, incidents with Tuto Tom didn't occur for many years until the 1980s. Okay, uh, so yeah, yeah, lived a nice long life. Back for more. A giant alligator path was found on uh, Boynton Island. Oh, that's a good name. B-O-Y-N-T-O-N. Boynton. Boynton Island. Uh, on the Choctawachi with... That's a good one. Yeah. So did twice now. It's just good. Uh, <laughs> I hope I'm saying it right. Oh, uh, with some two-toed tracks. After years out of the limelight, reports came flooding in once again. So, people heard about it and started reporting it again. Yeah, as you do. As you do. And that's, that's the, like, all the stories of Two-Toed Tom. The original are stories are hunting. definitely real stories. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the reboot is, you know, people just being excited about it. Yeah, but it, it probably, after it got shot, it probably scurried off and honestly went and died somewhere. Yeah, maybe. To be, like, yeah, if it got shot that close to the high-powered rifle, yeah. there's a good chance of that. Kind of creepy that a guy was just chilling with a high-powered rifle. <laughs> But good on him for saving that that woman and kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, it could have also all been just different gators. It could have definitely been, unless they're like the two toed thing makes it rather specific. Yeah, but like, there's also just possibilities that the, some tracks were obscured and they just saw one and were like, "Oh, it's the thing." Mm-hmm. Like. There's so many possibilities that this is just multiple gators. Yeah, yeah. Even the original, like, the one gator goes into the pond, probably does get blown the fuck up by dynamite and <laughs> different gators eating his granddaughter Yeah. while he's blowing up a one gator with dynamite. Yeah, that's that's also a super possibility because it's just a new croc area. Mm. I assume if they're getting crocs that big, they're just getting crocs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Crocs. I think they're gators. Crocagators. <laughs> Propagators. Propaganda. Dilapidator. Dilapidated propaganda. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Quattro. <laughs> <laughs> Food for thought. <laughs> Well, I think that's uh, I I don't know. Do you want me to find another one? I mean, yeah. Why don't you pick one? I uh, I've been the one making the the, the choices of the cryptids. cryptids. If we got time choices. for one more, you pick one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down, Mister McConaughey. It's too many. I didn't, know, I didn't know we invited you to the to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. McConaughey. I don't I don't have a good mouth <laughs> to give you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do commercials sometimes. <laughs>
<laughs> I have never practiced McConaughey. I love that one commercial he did where he was driving the car and he was doing this thing with his fingers the whole time that looks like he's rolling up a little like piece of string with his fingers. Yeah, or he's just doing the give me more money thing. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, real yeah. slow. Yeah, yeah, but he's doing it like the entire like monologue he's doing for this commercial, but while he's driving a car. And it's amazing. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be funny, but it is. Yeah, fair call. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a weird commercial. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> oh, there's one in here that's just called Pacific Northwest Tree Octopus, and I got really excited, and then it just says hoax right next to it. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> I could have at least read the thing and come to that at the end, and we could have all had a little, a little fun ride, but nah. No. It's just a hoax. No. Pacific Northwest Tree Octopus is way too specific and crazy cool of a name to yeah. be anything real, to be fair. That's fair, yeah. All right, all right, here we go. It's called a Lackwood Screecher. Okay. I have no idea what it is, but it sounds fun. It sounds like a, some sort of a banshee. Banshees are things they're usually depicted as big cats that scream. Yeah, it's it's an elusive yet loud creature that roams somewhere in Lackwood, uh, Quebec, Canada. All right, all right, Canada creature. Canada creature like Wolverine. Like, <laughs> not sure he would like you calling him a creature. I, not sure if I would. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> That's fine. Is this fictional? That's fair. But what if it wasn't? I don't know, bub. You tell me. Yeah, see, and then knife to the throat. Yeah. Imagine calling Wolverine bub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he'd really get mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he might just get stabbed. So it's so it's a screeching creature in Canada. <laughs> Sorry, it's a, it's a loud creature. Yeah. Uh, I hope you can't hear that cat. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's doing a weird we thing today. We have our today. own screeching creature. <laughs> Not much known about it. Not much is known about it, other than its frightening, almost metallic screech. Metallic. <laughs> yeah. So someone was doing, like, machine works in the middle of the night, and people mistook it for, like, a big robot bobcat? Well, being in close proximity can cause painful throbbing sensation in the head, nosebleeds, nausea, and vomiting. That sounds not unlike a banshee. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, maybe a banshee that ran through some telephone wires? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, floated. Well, I mean, after you scream to a certain point, maybe metallic is, like, the next point. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what uh, the next highest level of, like, a screech that would come out of a, a vocal fold that would, it's like, actually cause pain. Is an undead scream metal? Yes, it is. <laughs> is an undead scream metallic? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, perhaps, perhaps not. 
The world may never know. <laughs> Apparently, some people in Canada do know, though. Yeah. Uh, the creature also leaves behind hair and dandruff that, if it comes in contact with exposed skin, can cause irritation, rash, blistering, and even peeling. Interesting. In extreme cases, can cause large amounts of skin to peel, causing profuse bleeding and scarring. Huh. Crazy. Then that's a more extreme version of conditions that can happen, like when, like, that's why you're not supposed to pet wild animals, like foxes and wolves and mm, things like radioactive that. Radioactive areas? Well, not just that, but, like, they, their uh, fur has, like, bacteria and things on it that help keep them protected and cleaner for living, like, out in the forest and the whatnot, so, like, yeah, wild animals generally like or can they have potential to have like weird dandruffs and things that can have adverse reactions like beyond just like what would be considered an allergic reaction i guess yeah well i mean irritation rash blistering and even peeling yeah i mean that's a more extreme version that sounds like radiation right that does yeah that does sound like radiation so could this just be like uh like a radioactive cougar (laughs) <laughs> mountain lion <laughs> i was i was more thinking it was like uh radioactive disposal and maybe just like something that they have to do maybe like opening a door to dispose of the waste yeah but they talk about it leaving dandruff behind oh uh, yeah or like the not dandruff but like like dander like pet dander or whatever yeah, right it'd be, it could be like not safe transportation of materials why would it look like pet dander? <laughs> I don't know. Because that makes more sense if it actually was animal fur. Yeah. What are they? Yeah, hair and dandruff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it would make more sense if that actually was animal fur of some sort. <sighs> and I assume it would have to be rather big to leave enough of it for people to actively notice. Yeah. It's yet to be captured on film, and there are no known recent encounters. As of 2018, reports have been made of sightings in areas surrounding Quebec, such as New Brunswick, and even as far as Nova Scotia. Okay. So. And this leads back to the classic, there might be more than one of them. Yeah. Or it could have lack sightings because it was moving through the deep woods of Canada. Mm Mm-hmm. Two options. Big creatures like that do move a lot. They yeah. don't ever stay in one place because they don't. There's not enough food in just one place for them to like settle. Yeah. I'm going with yeah, radioactive cougar or something. Yeah. A big old like big old mountain lion or cougar. Yeah, they got radioactive. It's all hooked out. Yeah, it's all huge. Yeah. You got the testosterone boost, like like those kangaroos. Yeah. They're not radioactive, but they're scary. <laughs> they're fucking scary. <laughs> I would not want to run into one of those kangaroos. I'd hate to run into a radioactive kangaroo. Yeah, that would be scarier. Or that would be cool. Or it would be really, really sad. Or it would be really sad, yeah. That's also an option. (laughs) Aw. Kangaroo cancer. (laughs) I made myself sad. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) so yeah yeah and and radioactive kangaroo not totally unfeasible to be completely honest 
Or or radioactive cougar, not totally no, unfeasible. No, uh, I like to... came in from like the uh, as mutated Island. as I'm imagining it. It it is absolutely unfeasible, but the, like an actual like just a big radioactive cougar, yeah, or even a group of them that maybe escaped from some weird like testing facility, mm-hmm. yeah, and got out, and then no one wants to take any accountability for that. They're just like that didn't happen. Nope. Um, Leave that alone. Yep. Wiped it from the books and nobody ever learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now people are just dying of random radiation or just getting random radiation poisoning and they don't mm-hmm. know why. By touching these cats. Yeah. Which is also probably affecting a lot of the hunting uh, game in the area. Yeah, and they wouldn't even know it. They're just like are going to develop a cancer slowly over the next few mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I think that that's totally plausible. Yeah. They yeah, escape from some, I assume... For whatever reason in my mind, I assume it's some American test facility, and then they go across the border from Northern America up into I, Canada. I was imagining American-owned in Canada. Oh, weird. American-owned in Canada. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it, the, you know, it deflects a lot of blame, and there's probably... I mean, Canada seems to have overall better laws than we do, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Canada seems like the type of government that would be like, oops, we they, they escaped, though. And America would definitely not do that. Yeah. America would be like, oh, they ran into Canada? Cool, not our problem anymore. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, yeah, like a, an American facility in Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. The FBI's not going to like this one. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? It was their job. <laughs> uh, that's a fun one. Yeah. That one, I think, plausible. Definitely yeah. plausible. The gator the gator was a gator that lived back then. It, that's that's yeah. just... A, those are just stories of things that happened. <laughs> that's all that is. That's not a cryptid. That's just gators killing people. Yeah, one of those is just an outright tragedy. Yeah. And one of them was almost an outright tragedy until the creepy guy with the gun showed up to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love when a creepy guy with a gun shows up. Thanks, Deadpool. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, what movie was that? Um, Mr. Deeds, maybe? At the end. I do like when, that movie. Uh... When he the, the guy shows up with the gun and he kills the guy who's trying to kill him and he's, he's been the creepy guy the whole movie. He's like, oh, I'm really glad I invited that guy. I don't remember that part at all. <laughs> the guy was played by Steve Buscemi. I remember yeah, that. The guy uh, with the gun was played by Steve Buscemi. Uh, yes. Uh, and he shot the guy. It, yeah, he crossed eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the guy. <laughs> I should watch that movie again. Anyway, I think that's been our cryptid bonus episode this week. Yeah. Uh, we managed to get wildly off topic a few times in there. Yeah. Less uh, structure this time, apparently. Yeah. We don't adhere to our own rules very well, but you know, that's just us. Uh, take it or leave it. <laughs> True neutral. Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.